0: Welcome to the first in a series of podcasts from the adult cancer screening team from NHS London focusing on the London breast screening workforce. Like the rest of the world the NHS breast screening programme was hit hard by the Covid-19 pandemic. Breast screening along with all other screening programmes is an essential service and continue to invite and screen eligible people. However Because of the additional safety measures, as well as pressure on staff during this time, capacity within the breast screening service decreased, and this has created a backlog. Breast screening mammographers play a vital part in London's health services, helping to detect cancer in around nine in every 1,000 women who are screened. Screening can help to find breast cancers early when they are too small to see or feel. These tiny breast cancers are usually easier to treat than larger ones, leading to better chances of of survival when found early. To support the service and reduce the backlog, we are recruiting qualified mammographers as well as radiographers looking to specialise. Trainees and apprenticeship trainees to become part of the sisterhood of staff and clients working together to save lives. Over the next few months on these podcasts, we will be exploring several different topics. But today, in our very first podcast, we will be talking about the Breast Screening Career Ladder. I'd like to introduce Letitia Adama-Miles, Clinical Advisor to the Region, Deputy Superintendent at St. George's, and Yvonne Damanhuri, Workforce Implementation Lead, along with myself, Megan Matheson, We will be discussing the Breast Screening Career Ladder. So, with all that said, I will pass over to you, Yvonne, to get started with the questions that we have for Letitia today.
1: Thanks, Megan, and welcome, Letitia. Just to make a start, the first question, Letitia, is what made you decide to have a career in breast screening?
2: So, I was looking for a job in healthcare, had no idea about breast screening at all, to be honest, and I came across a job as an assistant practitioner at North London Breast Screening. It sounded like a really interesting combination of technology and patient care. So I applied for the job, got it and fell in love a bit from day one.
1: Oh, OK. So you actually started as an assistant practitioner.
0: Yes, that's right. That's, yes.
1: That's really interesting. So, Letitia, did you go back to school to get your radiography degree or? Because obviously you're a deputy superintendent now. So what yes. did that kind of how did that happen?
2: So I did a two year foundation degree, first of all, to qualify as an assistant practitioner, Um, worked in that job for about a year and then decided I wanted to be a radiographer. So I went to uni for three years full time to study radiography. In my holidays, I'll go back and work as an AP at North London. Once I qualified as a radiographer, I went straight back into breast screening. I got a job at West London Breast Screening Service and did the postgraduate certificate in mammography.
1: Oh okay that's really interesting so you enjoyed breast screening so much that you actually went back to school. Yes. So that's yes. that's really interesting. So Leticia you from the sounds of it you've worked in a few of the London breast screening services so there's you know obviously there's six but you're now at St George's am I yes, right? that's
2: correct yes so southwest London breast screening now. At yeah George's.
1: I know the there's varying sort of team sizes across London, so it's, what's the size and makeup of the team at St George's?
2: In the radiography team we have about 25 radiographers. Of these we have training mammographers, advanced practice radiographers, three consultants and our director of screening is also a radiographer. We also have assistant practitioners and two trainee associate practitioners.
1: And um, you're connected to one of the national training centres at St George's, is that right?
2: That's right. We're linked to the St George's Breast Education Centre, which is one of the national training centres for breast screening. So we provide training and courses for radiographers, nurses, consultants, and we also do clinical training here on site. So I'm one of the clinical trainers. <coughs> so
0: can I just ask a question on that, um, Letitia? So if, if you were... Um... Joining via the uh, trainee or the apprenticeship trainee route, would that mean that your time would be split between St George's and those training centres as well?
2: So, you'd do an academic week, which is currently online, and then you would come here. If you were a radiography trainee, you'd come here for a week of clinical training and then you'd go back to your department and do the rest of your training there. Okay. As an associate practitioner, you'd do all of your training at your breast screening unit.
0: Oh okay so that that feels like a really nice mix then.
2: Yes yeah it is.
0: So I wonder if I if I can ask what are the aspects I guess of your role that that you most enjoy. It sounds like it varied in terms of where you're working, what you're doing and who who you're working with within the spectrum of people coming into the workforce.
2: So it definitely is varied. I could be out screening on one of our um, static sites one day, working in assessment another day, in the office doing management duties like planning rotors, staff duties, or I could be training a student that's come here, doing a tutorial or or marking OSPs for them. Also in my national role I attend meetings um, for the region and nationally to discuss guidance and different aspects of the whole screening service so it's definitely a varied job.
1: That sounds really interesting it sounds like there's um, not one two days are the same really Letitia you kind of because I know you've been very involved in the work as well that we're doing in the region around recovery and and been a part of developing the projects that we've been doing to try and support in increasing the workforce so it just makes me tired Letitia thinking of <laughs> Thinking of everything that sits in your inbox, it does sound really exciting. It definitely is
2: exciting, it is. And everything kind of links into each other. So whatever I'm doing, I know it's connected to another part of my work. For instance, if I'm doing a workforce project, I know it's connected in getting in more mammographers so I can speak to the staff here and see what we need, what we'd like in a new candidate and kind of feed that back to the group. So yeah, everything kind of ties in together.
0: And I guess as you've worked your way up in lots of different roles, how do you think the service has, has changed for the better over the years? I'm guessing it looks it looks quite different to how it was when you first started.
2: Definitely. Um, so when I first started, we were still analogue. So we were using <laughs> films which were being processed in developing units and changing cassettes in darkroom. Now we're fully digital. So we can, when I first started, you take a mammogram and you wouldn't see it until you got back to base. Now, as soon as you take the image, you can see it straight away on the screen in front of you. So you know that you have everything technically correct before you can send the patient away, which is a huge advantage. That's, that's brilliant. Um, we also have 3D imaging now, which means you can see slices through the breast, which is absolutely amazing for dense breast tissue, for detecting cancers and breast pathology.
0: So can I ask a question about that then? Would would everybody that comes into the service have the opportunity to learn more about that? I guess that aspect, reading the films, looking at the the screenings.
2: No. So radiographers, if there is opportunities in your department, you can do an extra course and specialise in image interpretation. Okay. Should allow you to be a film reader. So I did that last year. So just qualified as a film reader as well
0: mammography so there's there's always I mean it sounds like that's that's another string to your bow (laughs) Um, there's there's always opportunities to learn and change and adapt your role I guess
2: yes yeah there's definitely role extension in breast screening I think that's one of the main advantages of this modality in relation to other things in radiography so there's also radiographers who do the biopsies so they're consultant radiographers as radiographers will go into the biopsy room and position the patient, but Mm -hmm. advanced practical consultant practice radiographers will actually take the biopsies, so take the samples from the breast as well.
1: Okay. So there's always sort of opportunities to learn and and grow, and there's not really a top of the ladder really, Letitia, is there? There's just, that's what it sounds like to me, there's just always opportunity to specialise and move into areas of interest. It sounds like you know you're really well supported to do that as well within service you know i've had yeah. conversations with people and you know always encouraging people to you know access additional training if it's if it's an area of interest for them
2: yeah that is one thing that's brilliant about the service as well it's always scope for progression within yeah. the department and people always pushed and encouraged to do a bit more
0: what would you say then if someone was maybe I don't know, maybe starting out n- is not 100% sure what path they want to go on. What would you say to them if they were, if breast screening was on their radar and they were thinking about it, but they just, just not quite sure? I
2: would say definitely give it a go. I'd say probably spend some time in a breast screening unit. Most units will allow you a couple of days to come and shadow and work in the department and just see what we do. I would definitely encourage anyone to go for a career in breast screening. As we said before, sky is the limit. If you're not really clinically focused, there are other things you can do. You can go into lecturing, you go into teaching. There's so many different aspects of the role that you can get into. And it's only when you're in that you actually understand and appreciate what it entails and what opportunities are out there.
1: I totally agree. And I've been working on the recovery programme and and my background is service improvement and transformation. I've been working with the breast screening services in London for a year. And I can honestly say that although every area in the NHS is very passionate about their area, the passion in the breast screening services is very powerful and it's now made me really passionate about breast screening. So it, <laughs> I do have to say that there is definitely a sisterhood within breast screening. It's really wonderful to see women championing other women working together to make the best service possible for clients. But also just around the technology, three of our six services are involved in a national programme around AI, which is great. So, you know, we're always looking, we're always pushing forward and always trying to, you know, have the best service available to the clients, which is great. I
0: think what's really struck me about what you said, Letitia, is that... There's doesn't seem to be, you know, a one size fits all in terms of how you can join the service, what you can do when you're in the service. You know, there's different routes available all the time and it's about finding I guess, what works for you and what you're most interested in. And I guess that was something that I wasn't, that I didn't, I didn't realise, you know, the, the career ladder, there's there's so many different ladders. Um, so I think that's been really interesting to, to hear. And I guess my next, now we're kind of coming to the end of our chat, the next thing I want to ask you, which uh, doesn't sound like it will be straightforward. Could you talk us through a day in the life of Letitia at work? Well, wow. okay.
2: Well, no two days are the same. I On the clinical day, I would go in, do the QA, get the patient list ready, make sure that everything's prepared for the patients of the day. And then I'll begin screening mammography. I could be working in an assessment clinic where I'd be doing supplementary views on patients that have been recalled from their screening appointment. i could be doing biopsies in that clinic. Later on, I'd go up to read do mammograms. Management, I don't know. It's always varied. It's always different. Rotor planning, capacity planning, especially in recovery. It's been a hard drive to try and get keep capacity up, keep appointment intervals kind of spaced out safely for the patients and for the staff, but also yeah. try and get the throughput throughput of clients in. So, so um, there's
0: so, yeah, as you said, it's, it's completely varied. <laughs> it's It changes every day. It does. It does. And can you, I guess, looking back over your career, what would you say has been your most memorable moment or a standout moment for you in in your time in the service? Um,
2: I think seeing a student who I mentored at uni at a study day, she came to me and she said she's now a qualified mammographer and that she's gone into mammography because of me. Wow. And yeah, that just made me feel really, really proud. And
0: that's fantastic. Do you still mentor students then at at the moment? Um, I mentor colleagues
2: in the department.
0: Okay. But not really students
2: anymore. People do still keep in touch with me from universities. I do get quite a lot of emails from different people and try and advise them on how to get into the career or get into the service.
0: Yeah.
2: And also career progression as well. And with my regional role, I get a lot of emails from people in different um screening services as well, which is nice. I try and help them along their career pathway.
0: So you're helping with people with their career pathway then. What what are your future plans? What's what's next for you?
2: I really enjoy the teaching training aspect of the role. So I do want to go into formal teaching. Do a more formal teacher qualification and go into lecturing in breast screening, most likely through the um, training centre here. So I have started to give a few lectures in the apprenticeship course and to university students and I just want to develop that to postgraduate courses,
1: wow. get involved
2: in marking and teaching of work.
1: And Nadisha and what would that, so is there like a formal train? is there a formal qualification that you would need to get to, to be able to do that?
2: Yes, I need to get a master's. So okay. at the moment I've got a postgraduate diploma, so yeah. I'm moving on to do a research project and then my final dissertation to get a master's. I am also looking at some teaching qualifications just to strengthen me in that area a bit. So I have done the practice education and mentorship course to enable me to be a trainer here, so I want to do another teaching qualification as well, the postgrad teaching qualification, just to strengthen me in that department.
1: <laughs> Sounds great and exciting yeah. and I look forward to, uh, to the day when you say oh sorry Yvonne I can't come to your meeting because I'm lecturing <laughs> well
0: thank you so much that was fascinating to hear what a journey you've had and what you're, the journey you're still going on as as I said at the beginning this is the first in the series so we will be delving into the working world of breast screening and the other opportunities that are available in the coming weeks and months So we would love to hear from you if you have training in radiography, experience in breast screening or mammography and you're able to offer some flexible or fixed hours to support the recovery of services in London. In return, in addition to a competitive salary, we will support you with accommodation and travel costs if you live outside of London. And we will also offer you appropriate support to renew your registration if your HCPC registration has lapsed. So if you're interested in finding out more about anything that we have spoken about today, then please visit london-breastscreening.org.uk. You can find all the information on there and all the links two ways into the service. So thank you very much for listening and join us again next time.